I would love to do that. Put so, on Instagram and Facebook yeah, and YouTube. Can, like, so that's, I mean, it's a little bit more work, so we have to find, like, good bits. Yeah. I think, or the whole, you can put the whole thing on, like, YouTube or something yeah. and then clip it up for yeah. social media. But uh, we're going to talk about the Bridget Jones series the yeah. next three weeks, three, six weeks, whatever, if I release it every other week, which yeah. I've been doing. So next six weeks, we're going to do all three Bridget Jones. Oh, so, okay. Where is it? Did you find where to find the, to watch the third one? Yeah, we'll just, uh, yeah, I'll tell you. Okay. I'll tell you where. Um, I have a, I have a copy. They were all on Hulu and then they were taken off on April 30th. So. <laughs> of course. We just missed it. I, wa- I watched them on Hulu and then, yeah. One of them on Showtime, so I watched that one. Yeah. And then the, we found the copy of that second one. Yeah. There, I mean, yeah, we can get into it. But, yeah. uh. So the first one, which is just Bridget Jones' Diary. Just yeah, plug. we're just going to talk about Bridget Jones' Diary. Okay. I couldn't remember if there's like a name for it. I think the second one's called Bridget Jones and the Edge of Reason. Yeah, the Edge yeah. of Reason. That's why I was like, wait, is a. I couldn't remember if the first one had it. Yeah. But, but we're at Bridget Jones' Diary. Renee yeah. Zellweger. When did this movie come out? 2001. 2001. Yeah. It's interesting. There's Michelle always makes this joke about the 90s didn't really end until 2005. Okay. I think it's interesting to even look at like video quality. Like this almost could get confused with looking like a 90s film. Well, it's film. You know, yeah. they didn't really convert to digital until later. So you can totally tell it's on film. Yeah. You know, it has that grainy look. Yeah. Especially that night, the night stuff. You oh, can yeah. really see it. But I actually like that look and well and you got to realize that like lighting and other things advanced as time goes and so lighting technique has gotten better over time as well with leds and stuff and that looks more realistic it does that's why that's why like a lot of the 80s yeah 70s and 80s movies they kind of look way different than than like 2010 even because it's even though they're both shot on film One's just shot with like better lighting. Yeah, they know how to. Lighting just makes all the difference. Yeah, it's crazy, but yeah, Renee Zellweger, Colin Firth, Hugh Grant, Love Triangle. Yep, kind of fun. Um, she got Oscar nominated for this. It's so interesting. Yeah, she's definitely. I think she's the best part of the film. She is the best part. Colin Firth is actually. I think he's pretty intriguing in this too, especially comparing him to other films that he's in. Right, like Kingsman, or King's Speech. Yeah. Or season. Kingsman I think too. it's funny that his last name is Darcy, because he plays Darcy yeah. well, in it's Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, he, this is kind of based off Pride and Prejudice is too. It? I don't remember. I don't remember the Pride and Prejudice story very well. To, yeah, I was wondering that. The author said it's loosely based off of it. Oh, okay. He said he got the idea when uh, is it? He it's a girl. I think he wrote it. Yeah, Helen Helen Fielding wrote it. She wrote the script too. Have you seen, have you read or seen anything with Pride and Prejudice? Anything that you watched? Oh, both Pride and Prejudice? Yeah. Have you yeah. watched, did you watch which one? Uh, I think I've seen Pride and Prejudice. Like, I think that's the only one. Like the one with Colin Firth? Yes. I think I watched that's a, that in school. A mini, I believe that's a mini series. Yeah, I think you're right. It's British. It's a BBC series. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember the longest time. Someone explained to me, like, have you ever watched the six-hour version of Pride and Prejudice? I'm like, who would watch a six-hour movie? And I finally saw it's a miniseries. I'm like, why has everyone told me it's yeah. a six-hour movie? That's so dumb. Uh, I haven't seen that one. I've seen the one with, they did a one with Keira Knightley in the... Yeah, maybe the, that's the one I've seen. And then... They just re, they just did one, too. Did they? Maybe it's Jane Austen. It might be a Jane Austen. Yeah. I don't know. And then they... Then there's this really, really, like, just everything that you could think of cheesy if a Mormon were to make something. Because I believe there are Mormons in it. It's, like, mm-hmm. called the Pink Bible or something. Oh. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> it's bad. Like, bad. But 
Uh, but yeah, this is kind of loosely based on. There's a spider in the corner of my room, right, right above your head. I think is that a spider? I can't tell. I can't either. But uh, yeah, I actually really, I was surprisingly uh, welcomed. I I liked this movie. For me, I really I thought it was really interesting. The first fifteen twenty minutes, I thought the editing was really really cool, and then they kind of got rid of that. Yeah, and twenty minutes in, thirty minutes went in. There were kind of it was almost. Um, you could almost, there were, it's weird to just give this credit to this guy because he's a newer filmmaker, but Edgar Wright type editing things. Yeah. Like, like not throughout the whole thing. Handwritten, like, it's almost um, 10 Things I Hate About You feeling, yeah. that mm-hmm. first 15, 20 minutes. And I thought, oh, maybe they just forgot or like they just liked the idea and then they threw it away later. But then they started, they did that in the second movie yeah. too. It has the same kind of editing and, and energy to it and then they just get rid of it. Yeah, it's weird. I think it's like they, to me, it's just character growth, maybe. Like, she's she is kind of childish at the beginning, and then okay. she kind of learns to love and respect, I guess, in the end. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's a way of looking into it. Um, but, yeah, I Renee Zellweger is amazing in this, yeah. right? She's American, first yeah. of all. She's from Austin, and she has this really great British she accent. She put in a lot of work for this role. She, well, she gained 20 pounds. Yeah. She she worked at a adver- or a booking or a she, publishing a, a publishing company. Um and I believe I think Hugh Grant, I was reading something on IMDb, like he had meant like he didn't realize that she was American or something like that and cuz they had like a meeting afterwards yeah. cuz she she methoded a little bit where she stuck to the British accent I, the whole time because she was having a harder time with it when she was first learning it. So uh-huh. to keep with it, she just stayed in this. Yeah, that's what I read. The same thing. She, he didn't know until the after party. Yeah, is what I read. So it was, it's really she. She's amazing, and she, I mean, she got Oscar nominated, and that's so interesting. Well deserved, I feel like. I mean, probably an interesting year. I actually would like to see who got nominated. Yeah, for that. I think where. I'm having my hesitations with this film because, like I said, I enjoyed her, and I, I, I watched these movies back to back, so it is a little bit of a blur. Yeah, and they kind of they they'll blur mix, yeah. and the yeah. first one is way better than the second. Way one. better, and so I think that's my problem. Is I saw the second one more recently, and there was one of the things I had the hardest time with is so basic story. I guess it'd be to to have my share what I think of it, we probably should talk about just the basic plot first. Like I said, there's a bunch of characters, but really, ultimately, it's just the three characters that are most of the screen time. Um, her and Colin Firth have some sort of history, and she keeps running into him through different events. Mm-hmm. And he's always a little kind of off to her. It's kind of the best way to showcase it. They had, they had like some childhood memories or something like that. I can't remember the exact story, but their parents try to set him up, and he's had an interesting history of... Uh, of relationships. Um, but then she works at this publishing agency as was mentioned. And she has a, a crush on her boss. Who's Hugh Grant. Yeah. So attractive in this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> he hasn't aged either. Oh, like he looks, he looks as good. 2001. As he does in 2020. Really quick. Interesting aside though. It's interesting kind of just to see the way that we kind of view things. Like he's kind of a trashy dude. Like, Hugh Grant in oh, this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, He's supposed to be. I mean, I get he They're is. all kind of trashy. That's true. Renee Zell, I mean, Bridget Jones is trashy, too. Yeah, I guess this. it's true. It's an adult rom-com. And yeah. it, I, there's a lot of respect to that, because I feel like they don't 
first of all, they don't make these movies anymore. Yeah, they don't. Like Bridget Jones, Jones Baby was, I think, a fluke. They made it, and I don't even think it did that well. But like, you will not see adult rom coms anymore. And like, if they are, they're they're mar- We've talked about this. They're marketed as a comedy. They're, yeah, they're marketed as a comedy. Like we have that new Camille Nanjani movie coming out. And then there's the the long shot. The long shot, yeah. But like they, yeah, they're advertised marketed as straight up comedies. Anyways, yeah. well, I guess what I mean, the whole film, like I said, both of them are, are fairly trash in that regards. But just the way he's. Because in a way, he's presented as a way for people. He's presented likable to some extent. Hugh yeah. Grant is. And he's eye candy, for sure. Attractive dude. But I think it's just interesting because he's... And I said, maybe it helped that he was the villain. Quote, unquote, the, vil- the bad guy. He's the antagonist of the, yeah. the story. Um, well, yes, and like he is in the end. But like at the beginning, you're act- I feel like I was rooting for yeah. him more than... And that's where... It's, it's just interesting kind of time frame the way because he's you want to like him, but the way he kind of treats her is, I don't know. It's just interesting to kind of see the way that women are, the way that women are treated generally. Yeah. I I think this movie does something really well. And like there are what it does well and why it's so intriguing to me is it has twists and turns, which you didn't expect. It'll have twists and turns. And that was holding my interest really well. Um, like the big one is Colin Firth and Hugh Grant are connected through yeah. an ex fiance, yeah. but you, they're both told you're through the whole movie. You're both, you're told that it's kind of like their fault or his fault. Like it goes back and forth yeah. and then you kind of learn the truth in the end, which was real interesting. So, so who else? Were you surprised by that as a twist though? Um, I guess not. Yeah. But I, you know, I think I was at the same time, like they weren't talking about it in the movie. Like they, that one person's like, it was Hugh Grant who messed up the whole thing. Yeah. Colin Firth just kept saying, Oh, I have an ex fiance. Yeah. Okay. Right. So to me, it was like, Oh, I guess, yeah. You know, Colin Firth did mess it up. Yeah. Or not Colin Firth. Hugh Grant messed it up in the end. And I I don't know. It kind of got me. Yeah. I think, so the big thing is, uh, so, uh, Renee's character, Renee's old, I don't even like Bridget saying. Jones. Bridget Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Should remember her name out of everyone's. <laughs> uh, she has this, like uh, a temporary fling with uh, Hugh Grant. And she, the beginning of her, it kind of just shows her immaturity. Yeah. Still, She's I, like 35, yeah. 33, something like that. Yeah. And so and she, it's just shown like she's, it's also interesting how much smoking, the way that smoking is portrayed. <laughs> all like, smoke. Yeah. Because there's been a couple of movies in this time period we've watched you can tell yeah. how much more okay smoking is because all of them smoke. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she just has all these issues and she can't, she's always bothered by her family and then her creepy uncle. It's not an uncle. It's an uncle. Well, it's a, they call him uncle. Yeah. That's I think I it's like, a family friend. Yeah. He's a creep. So I um, want to talk about, uh, here we'll go back to that, but I want to talk about the best supporting or the best actress. Oh, the Oscar stuff. Yeah. 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 So, Best actress of 2001 who won was Jennifer Connelly from A Beautiful Mind. Okay. And then Helen Murin got nominated for, uh, wait, I'm not, oh, right here. No, Halle Berry won for Monsters Ball. And then Judy Dench got nominated for Iris. And then Nicole Kidman got nominated for Moulin Rouge. And then Sissy Spackett in the bedroom. And then Renee Zellweger for Bridget Jones' Diary. But this was an interesting year because Best Picture is Beautiful Mind. 
um, Grossford Park in the bedroom, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Moulin Rouge, and nobody got nominated for Fellowship of the Ring, which is crazy. That is crazy, just because of what happened with Return of the King. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that's what it is, is they just kind of... I mean, they did kind of wait to see the whole epic before they nominated a lot more for the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a... I would I would think the what's her name would have gotten nominated. Kate Blanchett would have got nominated or Liv Tyler. Yeah. Cause they're amazing in it. They are. But eh. Oh well. Um, so Yeah, the story I said it's a as you kinda of mentioned, love triangle, but it's her kind of just But not really, yeah, right? Not, yeah, it's not a that's a the life a, triangle is a lot more pre- precedent than in the second one, I yes. felt like. Which was weird because spoiler alert, like they fall Colin Firth and Renee Zellweger fall fall in love in the end mm-hmm. and you know that's i mean listen i was what nine or whatever when this movie came out 10 i don't know eight or eight to ten somewhere yeah. in there and so when bridget jones baby came out of course i knew colin firth was gonna fall in love with renee zellweger in the end because colin firth is like the main guy yeah in all three of them he's on the poster of all three so i was like oh colin firth's gonna win so it wasn't like a huge surprise, but Colin Firth is in this for maybe what fifteen minutes, yeah. twenty minutes. He's not in it very much. Yeah, it's it's mostly Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's in it a lot more yeah. now. The second movie, I think Colin Firth's in it a oh, little yeah. bit, way more. It's like switches. Yeah, it does. Hugh Grant's only in it for fifteen, twenty, thirty minutes or whatever. Yeah. But the thing, I think, what I had issues with story wise with the first one is it just it felt like an underdeveloped love. Between Colin Firth and Renee, yeah, it was weird. They, but they also grew up together, so that's kind of planted. Yeah, but I I see that I can yeah. see that. I think that was my biggest issue with the film in general. Sure, I like Colin Firth. Like he's just one of those actors I just find charming and whatever he yeah. does. This film is we use this word a lot, but it's a very charming film. Yeah, for and sure. I like I said while I had my issues with it, uh, story wise, it was just kind of it just felt. It was missing something. It was a good length. It was a good pace. But I, I don't know what it was. I think that was, I think that's in like kind of uh, looking back on what my issue, like why did I have a hard time watching this one and a hard time with the second film? But I had a hard time with this one. I couldn't figure out why. And I think it was just, it, it was a weird, undeserved, it's not the right word I'm looking for, but it just felt underdeveloped to be yeah. the strong of love for him to like forego all this opportunity. Yeah, I think like the hook for me was it's like very unlikable people doing kind of likable things. Yeah. And so I don't know, it, it hooked it hooked me in pretty pretty good. I again, yeah, I think you're right. There's some problems throughout it and the love interest between Colin Firth and Renee Zellweger aren't perfect. Yeah. Almost the Hugh Grant is better, but it's very yeah. toxic. Like, because they fall in love because Renee Zellweger is kind of acting sexy towards him. Yeah. As a, a boss, like it's her boss. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting yeah. workplace dynamic, but. Yeah. Uh, but like their their chemistry is very enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Oh they, yeah. Those two was it was just a lot of fun to watch in that regards. Yeah, they explore it more in the second one, but he's kind of like a nymphomaniac. Like yeah. he, he's a sex addict. Yeah. And. uh yeah, the this one it doesn't really show, but you know that he's like a cheater. Yeah, and he cheats a lot, and he's very unlikable. But he treats her well enough that you're like, yeah, okay, you know, like he has money and he he does things for her, and yeah, she does things for him, and it works out pretty well. Um, but yeah, I it's also in, like you don't see movies like this because Renee Zellweger is not that she's attractive lady in person, but like in this movie they kind of. 
make her not attractive, and like she that. is falling in love with very attractive men. I liked that aspect. Right. Yeah, and you it definitely don't see that, right? Yeah. It's usually the opposite. It's like this unattractive man falling yeah. in love with a super attractive woman. So that was, yeah, that that was, was an interesting choice for sure. Yeah. So uh, they, um, Hugh Grant and Renee Zellweger start dating, and um, I'm kind of getting... Is, do they go... They don't leave London in this one, right? That's the second one? No, they do leave. Because they go to... They go on a trip for it's something. It's like a family thing, gathering. No, because they're supposed to go on holiday. Oh, it's just a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Because he leaves early. That's what... That's what yeah, to they, cheat on her. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's the book deal. Where do they go, though? Oh, because it's for... He says it's for... He, like, makes this big... Fu- they go on... She just... He just says we need a holiday. Yeah. We just it doesn't wanna, say where it's at, but... No. Somewhere nicer looking. Yeah. And that's a fun, I like the lake scene. I thought that was a lot of fun where they're like rowing and then they. Oh, that is a lot. That was a really fun scene. Yeah. So look forward to that scene. Because Colin, because Colin Firth and his his fiance. Yeah. They show up there too. They're there as well. Yeah. And you kind of see the tension start boiling right there. I think that's the first time all four of them meet. Yeah. Um, Colin Firth is this like successful lawyer too. Yeah. Who makes pretty good money. Yeah. And so. It's another aspect you don't see in movies where, like, this woman who is not making much money is falling, gets to fall in love with these very attractive, high-profile men, where it's, again, usually the opposite. It's like, yeah. you know, like, long shot. <laughs> this very unattractive man is falling in love with this very attractive woman who is the president of the United States or trying to be the president of the United States. That's I, we, need, we need to do that movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> So yeah, they they go on holiday, and uh, Renee Zellweger and Hugh Grant. Well, Hugh Grant leaves early. He's like, "Hey, I have a meeting." Yeah, and he makes a big fuss. That there's something wrong with the company. Yeah, that they're, striking they're bankrupt, or yeah. they're yeah, they're losing a lot of money. Or... And so he has to have this meeting with an American something to so, help them. So he has to go early, but it wasn't that early because Renee Zellweger's like, "I'll just come with you." Yeah, and he's like, "No, no, take another day." Or whatever. Okay, that's what it was. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So he he does, and then he kind of, she kind of is piecing it together at this point. Like, why is he leaving early? And, like, can't get a hold of him that much. And then all these other things. Well, Hugh Grant is also going to New York and has been to New York a few times. I think that's pre, they kind of say that. Like, I've been to New York a few times before you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you find out that uh, Renee Zellweger is... Uh, or not really. Hugh Grant is like has a side chick <laughs> dating this other girl that is also part of a different publishing company. I think it's a the other office. Oh, is it the other office? I think so. Yeah. So they have another office that uh, she he would go to and start dating him. This is kind of we're moving quickly. Yeah. But like, uh, Bridget Jones has these friends that she keeps visiting too, and those are I think electric. Oh my gosh, so good. They're so much fun and. Has like moaning Myrtle in it, right? She plays a sixteen-year-old girl in Harry Potter, but she's like forty in yeah. this. Wait, the the one with the ponytails. She has the whiny voice. Oh. So not the cursy friend. Yeah, not the blonde hair. She's the brunette. Oh, yeah, oh. that's moaning Myrtle. That may, okay. I actually I can see that now. I'll look it up. Sally Phillips is that her? Nope. That's the other friend. Um, anyways, it's not a big deal. Oh, Dolly Wells, I think. 
Now that you say that, I can totally Yeah, you see know it. who it is. Well, Bernie, yeah. my wife pointed it out to me. She's like, I think that's Moni Myrtle. I'm like, why isn't so that, she like 16? Like, cause that, I, th- that was easy for me to see because I knew that the person who played Moni Myrtle was older. She's super old because yeah. she had to be 25 at least when she was playing that part. Yeah. Isn't, isn't she supposed to be a second year or a third year or something mm-hmm. in Harry Potter? But it came out about the same time. Yeah, it's like, I just read this book, the second book. So Yeah, the second movie came out, I think, in 2002 or 2003. And this one came out in 2001. So it's about... Well, interesting. So it's even older. She's even older in it. Um, so then, like, I'm trying to remember, Colin Firth is showing up periodically throughout it. Yeah. Because... Um, I think you talked about this, but they met at a Christmas party at the very beginning and the mom's trying to hook her up with him. Yeah. And so like, then he just shows up all the time. I think, well, we know because, uh, Colin or Hugh Grant's character is like also, um, what is it? Isn't, doesn't she like the, his fiance, Colin first fiance, like have a publishing, no, I think she's also a lawyer, isn't she? Is that what happened? Are they so? Are they the lawyer for the publishing company? Because they show up at the the launch party for the book. I think so. Okay. Yeah, maybe she was the lawyer for the. Yeah, that's. It's something like that, but um, <clears throat> so Renee Zellweger keeps seeing Comfort throughout the whole thing. Um, this is like the big hurrah where. Renee Zellweger's like, dude, you're cheating on me, Hugh Grant. How dare you? I'm going to quit. And Hugh Grant's like, no, 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 you don't need to quit. And she's like, no, I'm going to quit. She quits, and she's, she wants to get a job with TV. And I just wish it was this easy. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, instantly gets a job. Well, she has, like, 20 interviews lined up to be yeah. an anchor yeah. at, like, TV stations. And then she's like... She gets a job with a TV station just like that, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> it was never that easy. Yeah, it was silly just because the because before she's like trying to sell herself and these and she always messed up the interview because she's not very good with words and it, it talked about that a lot. Like she does a speech early in the movie and just does a terrible job at yeah. each of the interviews. And finally the one she gets, she's just honestly like, I just I hooked up with my boss, it was really bad, I just want to leave. And that's how she gets the job. Yep. <laughs> that's right. So she gets a job with the TV station and she does like a really well, really good job. Yeah. And Hugh Grant's impressed and wants to get back with her. And she's like, no, I'm not getting back with you. And that's when like Colin Firth shows up and they kind of like, they hate each other. Yeah. It's that trope where they're like, oh, I can't, I'll never love you. But then they start like kind of dating, not dating, but they just want to be with each other a lot. Yeah. And then Renee Zellweger kind of finds out he's engaged. That's kind of later, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because they have a... I'm trying to remember the scene. Because they have a a moment or something. And I can't remember the exact scene where it happens. Because then she goes to this event for his parents. Yeah. And at that is where they announce that they're getting married. Yeah, um, it just says that like they're having a dinner party and she's the only single person there. And then that's oh. what she like wants to leave. And, uh, what's it? Um, Colin Firth, Colin Firth, like confesses, wants to confess his love to her. 
But there's like build up to it, right? Like throughout yeah. the whole thing, just like him and her talking a lot yeah. and kind of making eyes at each it's other. Usually, and it's always very short. Yeah. Short spurts. But because then he, because the phrasing, because it's used later on in the film, it's even used in the second film. Sorry, we're going to reference the second film a lot. Um, well, they happen like right after each other. They do. Which is the way that takes place. Yeah. Um, he, the, the phrasing is something I like you just the way you are. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's an actual like set of lines. that's kind of repeated as like a little mo- um, dialogue motif, but that, that conversation happens. So she's happy and leaves and yeah, um, it's true. And the, so then they like, he tells her that she loves him and, or she, he tells her that he loves her. And then that's when Bridget kind of, that's when she starts like, oh, maybe I do like him. Yeah. I remember, so, because one of the big things that happens earlier in the film is she gets a story with the, it's not the fire department one. I think it is. Oh, no, that's the, the one where she, she leaves to go get cigarettes. No, it is the fire department one. Is that it? Yeah, because the second one is skydiving. Oh, okay. So the first one, she, they first mess it up because she was like supposed to go down the pole and there's this whole like sexual joke of her butt getting into the camera. Yeah. Um, and then she leaves to go get cigarettes because they're finally going to interview who they're supposed to. It totally misses it while she's getting cigarettes. But then Colin Firth is defending the person. Yeah. So and she, so he, he helps her get an interview. Yes. And that's kind of what her big moment on TV. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then, like, the moment they start falling in love is it's her birthday party. And she's, like, cooking dinner for herself and her friends. And, and he comes over. He come over, comes over and helps. Okay. And then they make the blue soup, yep. which is just like blue string. The dye gets into the soup. But yeah. it's like cute moment where you see yeah. him kind of. He's like helping her, trying to fix it. And yeah. she's still just making a disaster of the situation. And Yeah, I like, again, I think it's a good moment of showing off Colin Firth even because mm-hmm. he he's such a square in this. Right? Like he has fun, but he's also a lawyer. And yeah. you can see that like everything has to be to the to the T with him. And uh, in other shows, he's just not really like that he kind of is i mean he always plays the straight lace man yeah but in this one it's even more extreme yeah so i don't know i thought he he does really well in that um and so that leads to the fight scene yes so oh we didn't talk about real quick uh renee or bridget jones parents are also like separating oh, during this yeah there's that so there's like a side. rom-com within a rom-com which yeah. is kind of cool too like so the mom is starting to date this um tv personnel yeah. who like is like a qvc salesman yeah and is helping this guy but they're also kind of dating and he looks super uh superficial and super tan and botoxy and fake superficial fake whatever but yeah. he um Renee's like, or Bridget Jones, whatever against him. But like the dad is just broken up about the whole thing. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know who else I can date or marry. You know, the only, yeah. I, I only love your mom. Yeah. Cause there's little like moments before that kind of allude to it where she's like, God, I just don't have the same, we don't have the same life we used to have. Yeah. Same happy married life that she was expecting or hoping for. Mm-hmm. And so he tries to go off cause he's kind of this goofy looking dad, very charming, but very goofy dad yeah. has a really good relationship with Bridget. Also in Harry Potter. I think he's like one of the... Oh, he who is he? He's one of the... He's not like... He's one of the teachers. Oh, is one he... One of the professors. Uh, the one that does like... Uh, later on, 
think. Yeah, he's in like the fifth movie. Yeah, on. where he, he's one of the dark arts. I don't think he's defense against the dark arts. Oh, is he not? Maybe no. Not. Wait, is he a Ministry of Magic dude? I don't think he's the head Ministry of Magic dude. But he's in the Ministry of Magic? I think so. Okay. I can't, I but I mean, it's a British film. British films use the same eight actors for every movie. So <laughs> it's, it's true. Um, where are we at? Birthday party. Oh, you're the, talking about the side story. The today. side story. Yeah. The, the parents getting divorced, but it's, it's a small story within the story, which I, yeah. I thought was a really nice change up as well as to get this kind of cutesy story They're They're getting a divorce. So like, it wasn't that big of a deal that the mom was dating this guy, but like, of course, in the end, she drops him, and they kind of get back together. Yeah, it's a sweet little moment at the end. Yeah. Um, the other fun little side thing, it's not not so much a story like that, but the, the relationship with her friends. Like I said, always fun, but yeah. they're always giving her advice, and it's always just terrible advice. Oh, yeah. And, and because she's already awkward and just portrays it, and so she's doing these awkward things, and it's just a delight. Mm-hmm. And the, the one dude who's like, he's the pop singer that had like one big hit. Yeah. And so he uses it to get girls, and that's it. He looks so familiar, and I look. I couldn't figure out what his because I couldn't remember his name. Uh-huh. Did you recognize him too? No. Oh. I'll look a, it up real quick. I couldn't remember his name though, so like I don't know which character he is because none of the pictures were kind of ringing a bell either. Is it James Callis? Yes, it is. He is in. Let's see. Recently, The Hollow. I don't know what that is. House by the Lake, believe. Maybe not. Um. Battlestar Galactica. I haven't seen Battlestar Galactica in a long time. Anyways. That's it. Arabian Nights? I don't know. Um, so Back they, to the main story. Yeah, they, they cook the, the dinner, and they start falling. Oh, and then there's the fight. Yeah, so because Hugh Grant shows up. Hugh, yeah, coming to say sorry. Yeah. Like, bring flowers, and, like, I'm missing out on a really great girl yep. type thing. And this is when, like, the twist kind of comes out, where, like... Hugh Grant's or uh, Colin Firth is saying like, no, Hugh Grant cheated on my fiance. Like he's the reason we're, we broke up. And you're like, oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. So, but they have this fight scene. Well, interesting enough, it's not a choreographed fight scene. Yeah, I read that too. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was, I was surprised. I mean, I imagine there are certain things that were planned out, like a window thing, like going through the window. There's yeah, no there has plan. to be right. Yeah, there's probably like planned beats, mm-hmm. but everything in between was just them. Do they fight in the water, or is that the second That's one? That's the second one. Okay. <laughs> they, they fight in both. Spoiler yep. alert. Yep. Um, Hugh Grant's not in the third one. Just FYI. Um, so, yeah, they start fighting for Renee Zellweger. I like the friends kind of talk about this, but they're like, I've never had guys fight over me yeah. and stuff like that. But they're trying to stop it. But there's like it ends up at a dinner parlor or whatever. Yeah, because there's like a dinner parlor. It's like across the street from. Yeah, them. and they're like, oh, these two guys are fighting over me, and then they're all like into it. <laughs> yeah, he like the the guy friend goes and gets everyone, and there's a fight. And they all yeah, go out right. and watch it. Um, but I don't know. That's kind of nothing really comes from the fight. No one wins. Yeah. But uh, they kind of go their separate ways. He kind of knocks him out at the end, though, doesn't he? Does he? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I thought he did. Mark and Daniel's fallout resulted from Daniel uh, sleeping with Mark's wife, which Mark's walking on, uh, not the other way around. Oh, that's right. He, Hugh Grant was saying like, no, you know, he would, he walked in on uh, like, 
he broke up our fiance, my fiance, but it was the other way around. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, the twist wasn't like that crazy, but I don't know. It kind of worked. I I wasn't expecting a twist at all. Yeah. No, (laughs) that's true. That's fair. If you're not expecting a twist, then. Um, so, okay. I'm trying to... Okay, so it says that Darcy Rudy's wedding anniversary party with the same day, Bridget confesses her feelings for Mark, only to learn that he and Natasha yeah. have accepted jobs in New York. And, oh, and they're about to get engaged. Yep. Or they are engaged or something like that. Yeah. That whole... That's the other thing I'm, I'm always like... I had the hardest time with is I never could really follow his relationship with that... with. His fiance. I always goes like, wait, what's the situation with their relationship? Yeah, they, it's always very. That's the most clear you get on the relationship at all is that moment. Yeah. So first, I thought they were married. Yeah. And that's why I was like, wait, wait, wait a second, they're not married. Right. And that's where I. That was another issue I had. I was like, wait, what is the whole? So there wasn't as much like stake. I mean, I that helped. That mm-hmm. moment helped. But before, I was like, what's the whole situation with that girl? The Ameri- because she's American, isn't she? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she's from New York or yeah. something too. Um, yeah. So then at that moment, like Bridget Jones gets super upset and leaves. This is pretty close to the end of the film, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're cruising through yeah. this. Uh, and then like she goes home. And I think there's just like pouting and she's kind of being depressed. You know, that's that mm-hmm. kind of trope. And then uh, Colin Firth shows up at the door and it's like, hey, I broke up. With I'm not. Him. Yeah, I'm not going to New York. Yeah, I'm not going. And then they make out. She goes to freshen up. Oh, that's right. This little ending. I had one issue with this ending, too. It was kind of weird. but So the ending is, so she goes to freshen up, and she says, read some books. And one thing we haven't mentioned once, which is kind of the name of the movie, oh, yeah, is the throughout it, she's always trying to improve herself, and there's a lot of um, her kind of voiceover of her improving herself. Like She constantly refers to her weight, how much alcohol she's drinking, how much cigarettes she's smoking. Yeah. Those are kind of her big things. Um but then she uses it as kind of obviously a diary too. Yes. And so he's reading these moments of her writing how much she does not like Darcy. Yes. And so he reads that. But I mean, I kind of expected that yeah. to happen. That wasn't surprising. No. It was what happened. It was the after stuff. So he takes off. She's getting all, she's getting in like some lingerie type stuff. And then she knows, she hears the door. And so she goes chasing after him. Like just in the sn- rain, it's snow. snow. Yeah, terrible fake snow. snow. Yeah, <laughs> super fake. Um, it's even funnier. They make like snow angels in it, or is that in the second one? That's the second one. Anyways, on the beach. it also looks super fake. Yeah, the sand was not very well. Done. Oh no, no, not the sand. There is one. They like. I thought they did snow angel. Maybe I'm thinking of another movie. Anyways, okay. Keep um, they go. She goes after him because she thinks he's leaving. Because I mean, because she she sees that the diary's open, but he. Just as buying her a new diary, yeah, and it was just a weird the way it was portrayed. It was like it's it's a little twist at the end. Yeah, but it, it doesn't bug me because they've been through a lot already together, anyways. Yeah, you know, like she's I think been what, cheated on, he's been cheated on. So like this little misfire, I think he's a lawyer, so I feel like to me it's like oh he he knows she likes him. Yeah, this was pre all of that stuff, and she he also knew that she was lied to by. Yeah. So to me, like it worked out. It didn't bug me. I think it was but just I because it, that. because he like stormed out like he was mad and yeah. And it, was, it was just it was weirdly played off. It was charming enough that like, I could look past it, but it was just kind of like no, it's kind of a weird yeah. decision. No, that's fair. I could I could see that. Uh, and then they like make out, and old old ladies are watching him, and 
But it's kind of a weird rom-com because again, like Colin Firth is in this 20 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes, you know, and, and they, they like fall in love by, well, they're not even in love, I guess, by the end of this, but it's like, they're are they're ready to make that next step to like go on a relate like go on yeah. a date or like be boyfriend and girlfriend type thing and that's yeah. a that was an interesting take I feel like too yeah. is I you don't see that a lot in rom coms is yeah. usually like they go on a few dates and some mishaps happen throughout the movie yeah and so that was I you know something different that it I, I kind of liked yeah like I it's hard for me because I felt like it was mostly because I don't like any movies more than an hour and a half so I was like this is a good and it, it, it was well paced for what it was. Yeah. I just wish more time would have been cut from the Hugh Grant story for them to actually develop it. Yeah. I just, I, I, see, I thought the Hugh Grant stuff worked too, though. I, that's what I, like I said. I have a hard time. Like, yeah. that's where it's like, if I were to make a decision of like, okay, where would I want this? I would wish there was more substantialness. I don't know if that word I'm It's a pretty for. short movie, though. It's only yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, that's what I said. It's a good, good pacing, good, good length. So. Yeah. But. Yeah, overall, you know, I'd recommend this movie. Yeah. It, again, it's an adult rom-com. Yes. Like, this is, there's a lot of swearing. There's a lot of, like, and, sexiness. And, and it's British. So you're yeah, going to, British. there's some of the language. There's a C word that's thrown in there. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, you know, if you're ready to make it spicy tonight, you know, maybe that's a, that's a good way to go. <laughs> with Renee but it's funny. Zellweger and Hugh It's funny. She's, funny. she's a joy to watch. She's, like, sure. Whenever someone can play awkward, where I physically just have a hard time watching it yeah, because how awkward she, she's she really good at that. So good. Like when she would walk into the office in those sexy clothes, I was like crawling. My skin was crawling. Like, what? This is such a bad idea, but it worked. Yes. Every time too, it was just like, oh, it's a bad idea, Every and then time, it just works. Yep. It's yeah, that's a good point, and yeah. I didn't think about that. Her like said so that was that's the best part of the film. Like uh-huh. said, I the more that I like said I still have my a similar opinion on it, but. The whole Oscar thing, I like I said, the more I talk about her performance because of how much I liked it, I can see where that's deserved and justified now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, great cool. movie. Um, Carlton was a little lukewarm on it. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like I said, I'm definitely on the warmer side of lukewarm. I would definitely recommend it to the right person. Obviously, uh-huh. I, I have to know the person's taste with, with a film like this being where it has its vulgar moments that it yeah. does have. It's a classic too. Like a yeah. lot of people, you know, not our age, but a little older would, you know, would know this movie. Oh yeah. Probably wreck it. If you'd say, you know, what's a good rom-com? Bridget Jones. Yeah. Bridget Jones is up there. I think. But yeah. Yep. You want to so, do a box office? Yep. I have it up and ready. 2001. What's the month? April 13th. April 13th. That was the week. I don't know if that's the actual weekend, but. That's not how this is organized. Bridget Jones isn't number one. Nope, it's not. Lord of the Rings. Nope. Oh. Children's movie. Okay. Is it Disney? Nope. I don't. Oh, it's live action. I might know it. Live action. I might know what it is. Is it a, is it a, it's a, is it Daddy Daycare? Nope. Oh. There's a lot of action in it. A lot of really crappy CGI. Oh, oh! Is it Spy Kids? Yep. First one. Yep. Oh, Spy Kids! I love that movie, man. I have a lot of nostalgia for Spy Kids. The only movie I've ever seen of those is actually Spy Kids 3D. Ooh, I, I saw, saw that it one in theaters. I saw it in theaters. The only Spy Kids movie I've ever had like well, any experience I've had with those. Well, it was an interesting take because it was pre 3D, and it you wore like the red blue 3D glasses. Yeah. It wasn't the it wasn't the what the polarized yeah, glasses you wear now, is. the real D they call it. 
But yeah, uh, Spy Kids was fun. I remember seeing that in theaters. I saw all three in theaters. Uh, I might even saw the fourth one directed by Robert, Robert Rodriguez. And it was his first kids movie because he had kids and he used to do these like gruesome, bloody kind of Quentin Tarantino style movies. Oh, really? And then he decided to do Spy Kids and it was a huge hit. That's funny. It did really well. How much money? It's what, like 60? 20. 20. Oh. But it, it no, did wait, really well no. overall. Total gross was 76. 76. The weekend was 20. Still, yeah, that did pretty well. Yep. Number two is a drama thriller, and it has Morgan Freeman. It's not seven, is it? Nope. Morgan Friedman. Another main is Monica Potter. I don't even know who that is. It's not that Along Came Spider again, is it? Oh, did we do this week? Remember we did one similar to this? We did. Yeah. Uh, I I don't remember doing Spy Kids, though, so maybe it's just... I'm just trying to the remember. next week or something. I'm looking at other movies. Huh. Yeah. I do that's another like that does look familiar. Okay. Number three. It was a romantic comedy. Is it is it this one? Bridget mm-hmm. Jones Diary? Yep. So it made what, ten million then? Eight? First week? First week. So total was fifteen. Overall. But it did really well in Brit, I think, in Britain. And yeah. So I don't know. Because they have like a gross and a total gross, but they're the same number for this one. Oh. Oh, because it's first week. I don't... I'm so confused with this. Yeah, it's fine. That's interesting. Bridget Jones. Yeah. That's a... Yeah. The April? This movie came out in April? It seems like an April movie. I can see that. It does. Um, number four is a bio- biography crime drama. It has Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz. Oh. I've heard of this. It's um it's one word. Okay. The Penelope Cruz is throwing me off a bit. I've never even heard of this. One word, Johnny Depp. Uh, Story of how George George Jung or George Young. I don't know what that is. Oh, is it a gangster movie? Um along with Madeline Cartel, headed by Pablo Escobar, established American cocaine market in the nineteen seventies. Oh. Um, it's not, it's not sounding familiar. Blow. Oh, I've heard of Blow. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But I think he got nominated for an Oscar for Blow. Hmm. 2001, huh? Yep. Number five. He had a lot of movies in Is a adventure comedy drama. It's got, what is his name? David Spade in a mullet. Oh, it's Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me too many skins. That was probably yeah. They they just announced the Tiger King is going to be played by Nicholas Cage. I just saw that. They they kept talking about how like they wanted David Spade. I saw just, that. I'm like David Spade should not play Tiger King. Yeah. And then when I heard Nicholas Cage was it, I was like that's pretty good actually. Yeah. I'm I don't care about the TV show. I don't, I'm not gonna. I mean I'll probably watch it, but I think it's I don't know. It's just gonna be too much hype for. A show that probably won't be that good. Yeah. I hope it's good. I don't know. But. It'll be interesting. Oh, I'm just like, I'm not surprised. Like it's, I mean, whoever has the money, the rights, so it's a smart decision. Yeah. But I just don't know where they take that as a story. To me, I, we already know can, everything. Yeah. I would make a, like a follow-up fictional movie about it or something. I don't know what yeah, I would do. I mean, why make a TV show when this is the number one watched TV show in uh, yeah. 10 years or whatever, whatever it yeah. is since making a murder you know, yeah. like, this has done so well, and yet, I don't know. Now they're making, I don't know. I hope they don't make the same thing. 
is what I'm saying. That's probably what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, that's it, huh? Top yep. five. I didn't look up the letterbox. I don't. Oh. I hope I have while a letterbox you, on. While here. you look at some letterbox, I'll go through some trivia. Oh. Such as Renee Zellweger smoked herbal cigarettes rather than tobacco, which would make sense because of how much smoking she does in this movie. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like on screen, I don't feel like she does it that much. This is she? an interesting fact. The British Jones film franchise eventually became the first movie trilogy directed exclusively by female directors, oh. as well as the only romantic comedy trilogy of the new millennium. Oh. It's actually really interesting. I, oh, I was going to bring this up. The director uh, of this movie, um, what's her name? You have it up, I'm sure. It's uh, director Sharon McGuire. Sharon McGuire. Mm. She has only really directed three feature films. This one, and then like an action thriller... And then she directed Bridget Jones' Baby. She didn't direct the second one. Oh, okay. And um, I feel like if she was a man, she'd be directing more movies. <laughs> like Probably. I kind of feel like there's that Hollywood bias in it because this movie's pretty good. And yeah. her the action thriller wasn't that good, but Bridget Jones' Baby is pretty good too, so I've heard. And so, like, I haven't seen it yet. We're going to do that one yeah. when we review next week or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I... I think it's interesting that like she hasn't directed more. I would like to see more movies by her because I think she has like really good energy in her movies. Yeah, she does. I'm excited to see Bridget Jones baby because of that. Um, but yeah, that's an, so this is what I thought funny. So the, the, the cursing friend, I don't know her name. doesn't say it in this fact. So it's played by Sally Phillips. A born again Christian received criticism from officials of her church since she portrayed a character who exhibits a harsh amount of swearing and a questionable attitude. She has defended her participation by saying her job is to create love for imperfect characters. My position on that is that if you were only allowed to play perfect characters, you'd only be allowed to play Jesus. And someone has, someone would have a problem with that too, I expect, him being a man and all. People aren't perfect. My job is to play a person with love to make love for that person possible. Hmm. I like the point of view more than anything. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, this is from, uh, this is reviewed by Brat Pitt. Brat Pitt. This is the most popular review. Because you can like reviews. This one has over a thousand likes. Okay. Four stars, Brat Pitt gave it. She said, when Hugh Grant and Colin Firth fight each other over Bridget Jones, it's greater than Fight Club. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Brat Pitt. That's why she's a brat. You know, it's ironic that that's her name and that's yeah. what she's comparing it to. Actually, most of these comments are about the fight. <laughs> They're like, it's the greatest fight of all time, all these things. And it's a, it's a good fight. It's and inter- it goes, and it goes on for a long time. It's, it's entertaining. I bet it took a while to film that. Oh yeah. And it's like 10 minutes of the movie Yeah, for an hour and a half. That's, that's a, that's a big chunk. Um, got anything else to say, Carlton? Do you no. want to plug anything? How long do we record? That was a short one. 50 minutes. Oh, that was 50 minutes? Yep. Oh, yeah, look right there. It says 51. We'll get 45 minutes of that. That's good. Um, as always, uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. It helps a lo- helps out a lot. You know, leave us a comment and a review on our, on our uh, podcast, on uh, Apple iTunes, on uh, Apple Podcast. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, visit us, um, on the social meds. Like we said, we're experimenting on some videos, so hopefully those come up soon and, uh, visit us at, uh, romcomdudes.com and 
Twitter at romcom dudes, Facebook, Instagram. Um, anything else on that? No. Nope. Do you you don't want to plug anything? Not right now. You've been busy, man. I have. You been. have a podcast coming out. You don't want to talk about it yet? I was gonna wait to see if it was released, see if it was likable. But now that yeah, you've mentioned it, well, I don't have to bring it. I mean, if we don't want to talk about it, it's Too fine. Shame. Okay, the, can, especially since this comes out. By the time this comes out, I will have an episode up. Definitely. This Tuesday. will come out 12 weeks from now. <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to bring this up. I had a guy message me, and he's like, he's like, hey, when did you record, um, uh, it wasn't Hitch, what was the, Princess Bride? He's like, when did you record that? And I'm like, I think January. <laughs> Probably February. Fe- February. But still, he was like, you guys were talking about like the coronavirus, but it hasn't hit yet. And like, <laughs> like yeah, that was a, that was a while ago. Yep. Anyways, well, do you want to talk about it? Or do you so want yeah, to- real quick, I'm doing another podcast. We'll see where it goes. I have a, a friend. We're actually probably gonna have a guest on here. We've got to probably that. next week or next time we record. Next time we'll record. Yeah, so yeah. in a few weeks. But um, but he, if it's not very obvious, I we don't mind mentioning this. We're members of a, a, a religion, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and he is a convert to our religion about six years ago, and he came to. Idaho very confused by the way we behaved. <laughs> aren't, so, aren't we all? Yeah, just our religion. But he just thought it was crazy <laughs> just how different it was. And so we've like we've just had conversations about it before. And so our goal is to kind of just talk about our bizarre culture that we have. Cool. Yep. So he'll be on at some point. What's his name? Maurice. Maurice, that's right. Uh, and as always, Hugh Grant is a popsicle on a hot day. Smooth.